0: Hi everyone, Monica Reinagel here with another episode of the Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. And today I have a special guest joining me. My colleague Lee Fallon, also known as Everyday Einstein, will be adding his two cents worth on today's topic, which is prebiotics. Nutrition Diva fan Nikki writes, Can you explain the difference between probiotic and prebiotic foods, and where do cheese and wine fit in? Well, as far as I'm concerned, Nikki, cheese and wine fit in right about 6 p.m. or so while I'm making dinner. Or, if you're feeling continental, wine and cheese also fit in well after dinner instead of dessert. No, seriously, this is a terrific question, because many people don't realize that both cheese and wine, as well as beer, are good sources of probiotic bacteria. As I talked about in my previous episode on fermented foods, probiotics are friendly bacteria that normally inhabit the human digestive tract, where they perform all kinds of useful tricks, such as helping to digest our food and protecting us from harmful bacteria. Probiotic bacteria even manufacture vitamins for us, including vitamin K and B12. In fact, up to 3 pounds of your body weight actually consists of beneficial bacteria. So, which foods contain probiotics? Well, we often think of probiotics mostly in terms of dairy products like yogurt or kefir. But there are all kinds of other probiotic foods as well. There's Japanese tempeh or natto, which are both made from fermented soybeans. There's Korean kimchi, Polish sauerkraut, and all kinds of other naturally fermented vegetables and pickles. Wine and beer both contain probiotics, and so does cheese, particularly aged cheeses like parmesan, cheddar, or gouda. In fact, virtually every traditional cuisine features some sort of fermented or cultured food. But why? What is it about probiotics that makes them so special? Well, for that, we'll turn to my colleague Dr. Lee Fallon, Everyday Einstein. Lee, what is it about these microorganisms that make them
1: so important to us? Thanks, Monica. I'm glad to help. Scientists have long known that the human gut is home to a variety of different species of bacteria, which play some role in human health. However, recent research has revealed that the interactions between our bodies and those of our tiny symbiotic friends are much more complicated and have potentially greater impact than we ever realized. For example, scientists have recently discovered that certain types of gut bacteria are more likely to be present in individuals with obesity. And also, eating foods that are thought to promote the growth of good bacteria has also been shown to cause weight loss, lower blood pressure, and even lower your heart rate. Research on the interactions between gut microbiota and human health have found links with not just obesity but also Parkinson's disease, allergies, and many other conditions. One question that scientists all agree is difficult to answer is whether or not gut microbiota are responsible for these interactions or merely correlated with them. In other words, do microscopic organisms living in our guts contribute to the cause of these conditions, or are they just there because of the conditions? While more research is needed to answer that question, the role of microbes in controlling human health shouldn't be easily dismissed. Consider the following statistics. While there are just over 20,000 protein-coding genes in the human genome, researchers estimate that there are somewhere between 5 and 8 million different genes in the various microbes that inhabit our bodies. That's a potential ratio of 400 microbial genes acting in our bodies for every one of our own. And while not all of these genes would necessarily impact our bodies, even the possibility that a fraction of them could is definitely cause for more research.
0: Wow, thanks, Lee. Who knew there was so much going on in there? But back to Nikki's question What is the difference between prebiotics and probiotics? Well, prebiotics are substances that provide food for the friendly bacteria. Mostly, these bacteria feed on soluble fiber, a nutrient which we can't digest or get any nutrition from, but they can. Eating foods that are high in soluble fiber keep our probiotic bacteria happy and healthy. Now, certain foods, such as chicory root and Jerusalem artichokes, are particularly high in prebiotics. Of course, these foods aren't exactly daily staples for most of us. Garlic, onions, and leeks—foods that you're likely to eat on a more frequent basis—are also relatively good sources. And smaller amounts of soluble fiber are found in a wide range of foods, including fruits, vegetables, whole grains, bran, honey, and soybeans. Lately, some food manufacturers have started adding prebiotics to packaged foods as a way of enhancing their health profile. Inulin and fructooligosaccharides, FOS, are two types of prebiotic fiber that are commonly used for this purpose. You even see them marketed all by themselves as prebiotic dietary supplements. But honestly… I don't think you need to go out of your way to get prebiotics. As long as you're eating a varied diet, including plenty of fruits, vegetables, legumes, and whole grains, you should be getting enough soluble fiber to keep your beneficial bacteria happy. Certain probiotic foods, such as wine and fermented soy, even come with their own built-in supply of prebiotics. Of course, that's not a license to overdo it with the wine or the cheese. Thanks to Nikki for suggesting this week's topic, and a big thanks to Everyday Einstein for his insight. Make sure to sign up for his podcast to find out more about the fascinating world of science. If you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future episode, send an email to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com, or go ahead and post it on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. Remember, I answer a lot of those listener questions in my free weekly newsletter. So especially if you've sent a question my way, make sure you're signed up to receive that. You can do that on the show's webpage at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And now have a great week and remember to eat something good for me.